Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. Hey guys, this is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. Going In Raw. That sounds terrible. What's up? It's your girl, Sasha Banks, legit boss, and you are watching Going In Raw. You like that? Hey, Brendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson and available wherever podcasts can be found. Be sure to hit that subscribe button, the notify bell next to yeah. it. Make sure you always get your new Going In Raw notifications. We're also available on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Yeah. I think we have some new patrons oh, from over the weekend. So, so let me see if we need to do any shout outs at, yeah. one, at $1 and up. Today, by the way, we have a bonus episode available for $1 patrons mm-hmm. and YouTube channel members. And then the rest of the week, it's all for $5 patrons and YouTube channel members. Sure enough, we do have a couple new patrons here. Manny Cruz, Brendan Lee, Jeffrey, and Richard Fitzpatrick. Thank you very Thank much you very much for your support. Yeah. Anyways, uh, what a, it, was, it was a packed, packed wrestling news weekend. I didn't really pay attention to any of it during the weekend because we were busy partying up. Well, <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was good times, man. You you look like you're having fun with that ping pong, dude. Yeah, I get into like I'm, you know, I can be kind of competitive sometimes. Sure. Yeah, but that you were, that was that was you were you, you had a giant smile on your face the entire oh, yeah, I was time. Fun. The most fun I had is like because we had this. That place. wasn't like Jordan S competition. No, I got close because I could tell pretty soon once you start playing that you have played a decent amount of ping pong in your life. Yeah, yeah, I'm okay. Whereas I've only played like I can count on one hand probably the number of times <laughs> yeah, I played. Sure, yeah. So I like improving your thing. Oh, yeah, sure, yeah. So when we had a chance to go one-on-one, I was like, come on, bring it to me. I know. I so, want to get yeah. better. Yeah. Anyways, but before my, <laughs> I'm surprised no one told me to stop because I'm sure it was really annoying. But I'd play a little bit and sit down because we had this table and we were sharing amongst the 10 of us. And we'd do doubles and sometimes occasionally one-on-one. But uh, I'd be sitting down on the couch nearby. And so the, the place where we're at, you hit the balls. And if the ball goes off the table, you just leave it alone because someone's come around and pick it up for you. Yeah, it's great. So I'd be sitting on the couch. And this, I'm sure it's as annoying as all heck. I'll pick up a ball while people are playing and just toss that ball on the yeah, table yeah. to confuse people. I don't think anybody cared. No, no one cared. Yeah, because they were all goofing. I wanted, when the ping pong pro came over, I wanted to challenge him. Oh, you should have said that. I just wanted to see. You know okay. he came over because I hit, almost hit someone with a ball. Yeah, I know. I know. I wanted to be like, hey, dude, 
I don't know how good I am because I've only played against like lumps and my dad, but I know I'm okay. But yeah, I don't think I, I'm not even. I, I I watch that stuff on TV sometimes. Well, I mean, yeah, they're crazy. You're, you're not Olympic level by no. imagination, but no. you know, not yet where the ball's at and how yeah. to get it. And because, like, I was telling you, the thing that was upsetting me the most this is going to turn to a ping pong podcast. Oh no! Is is I would hit it and hit straight through rather than mm. have my motion hit down, so mm-hmm. the ball has a downward trajectory mm, yeah. as you hit it over the net. Because I used to play tennis with my wife quite a bit, and so I got that. Yeah. That I yeah. lost that muscle memory, though. Yeah. Well, it's a different, yeah, it's a different thing. Also. It is, it anyways. is. Uh, anyways, let's get right into it, because, yeah, there was a lot, a lot of it, and it's funny, because you mentioned, that, yeah, we went out partying this weekend, uh, but a lot of this stuff just happened, like, New Japan decides to, we'll get to that in a second, New Japan decides to announce a big new company based here in the U.S., and uh, they hold a press conference at 3 o'clock in the morning, or midnight, our time, uh, U.S. time, so... Yeah, but that's you know middle of the afternoon, (laughs) their time. So it was like perfect for it's a U.S. company, owned by New Japan, though. Anyways, let's talk about the Seth Rollins stuff. All right, sure. This is great. So uh, before we get into the Seth Rollins stuff, congratulations to Kenny Omega, the new Omega uh, champion, the new Omega champion. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. In AAA, yeah. I gotta watch that match. Uh, Anyway, so you probably think that Kenny Omega (laughs) be at the top of the world right now after winning himself. Uh, that uh, Omega Championship after defeating Phoenix at AAA's Heroes Immortalis. 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 See, si. show this weekend. Uh, but then Seth Rollins had to go and ran this parade yesterday during his appearance at Fandemic Fest or Con. There's like a comic convention. Or yeah, something big comic convention in yeah. Houston. Uh, during a panel, Seth was asked about possibly facing the cleaner at you know maybe WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. And here's what the architect had to say. You want to do this in yes. Seth's voice? Yeah, sure. When Kenny is done playing in the minor leagues over there, he can come to work at the absolute top professional wrestling company in the world in front of the most people to make the most money and have the biggest matches, which is with me at WrestleMania. Dang. I love that. That's great. That's so awesome. See, this is a level of trash talk that's completely and totally right. acceptable. Right. I appreciate this. Defending your own company is completely okay. Calling yourself the best is totally Sending awesome. Some friendly jabs over the competition. Acknowledging these your competition guys, in the first place. These two guys know each other. They pro- their paths probably crossed in some oh, capacity. They would die to have a match when they were other. in Ring of Honor. Seth Rollins is probably one of the reasons he ever considered joining WWE in the first place. Uh, back when Triple H was uh, trying to you know recruit the elite. Um, and uh, and so no, this is totally fine. What's not okay is is criticizing fans for simply wanting to know more. Yes, and then pointing to your bank account as that's that's when it's like, dude, come on, you're being kind of a d bag. Yeah. Uh, but this is great. This is awesome stuff. This is cool. Yeah, that I was like cool. this friendly trash talk. And it's like he's he's the number one guy in the WWE. He's a universal champion over there for the time being, at least. Right. And he's saying that. Is this a lump right here? Uh oh. Is this going to explode? You got us? a growth on your laptop there. Well, Jesus. that's not good. Just notice maybe something's overheating in there. It could be. <laughs> maybe press down harder, it'll fix it. That's so going to explode on us. Well, anyways, the battery. Anyways, uh, so yeah. And the battery's in the back, right? I would. I, I don't know, probably. Probably the hard drive is right there or something. Yeah, who knows? Anyways, hopefully it doesn't explode. Maybe it's getting full, so it's swelling up. You need to clear some space off that. I don't think it works that way, buddy. Sure. Anyways. Uh, when I get full, I... I, I he's talking about... I get about, larger. <laughs> that's not information, man. That's lentils. Uh, yeah, lentils a number of days. He's talking about uh, He's talking about having a match 
against Kenny Omega at WrestleMania. These two guys have talked around this whole scenario for a long time now. Yeah. And Seth's mentioned it. This is the most recent example. Kenny's mentioned it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just two guys who probably know each other. Yeah. Just talking a little trash. Mm-hmm. No, I think healthy. This is, this is great. It's good. This is good stuff. Um, in other Seth news, it might have been at the same event. He was recently asked, why isn't it wear that awesome, 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 like gold and white gear he wore like late summer, early fall 2015. It was immaculate. The WWE champ. Uh, I think he immaculate. debuted at SummerSlam 2015, wore it at Night of Champions. Yeah, he won. That's when he won both the titles, I think he had that suit. When he had both the titles, yeah. When, when he, he had them, yeah. yeah. When he beat uh, Cena for the US title. And this is what he said, quote, no, no, I can't do a Seth. No, Vince won't let me wear it because he's a weird old man who doesn't understand that people think it's the coolest gear they've ever seen. I don't know if I go that far, but it's pretty awesome. Yeah, he doesn't get it. I get that question more than anything else. What does that mean? It's just huge, man. People loved it. I think it's in the archive. I give it to our archivist guy. He puts it out, puts it up at all the accesses and stuff. Yeah. What the heck? Well, you know, the kind of shady thing about this, the thing that kind of sucks for Seth on this one is and I know he's probably a savvy enough guy, but like the video camera that was recording this was not on him. It was moving around like and it just was happened to catch the conversation. Like it was either like maybe the dude thought, hey, I'm gonna grab a selfie and he just turned it on to like, you know, get it ready or something. Like maybe I'll just get it all video and then I'll just yeah. capture still frame or something. Or he was just on the slide trying to capture Seth saying something. Hey. You know, when Hogan got in trouble, what did he go and tell the locker room? <laughs> he said, uh, if I'm not mistaken, he says, don't say terribly racist things. Well, he just, well, he didn't say that. He didn't say that. He just <laughs> had a broader sense. Watch what you're saying because there's cameras everywhere. There's cameras everywhere, brother. Why didn't Seth take that lesson? Maybe Seth thought like us. That's not really what he should be saying right here. Oh, it totally but it's not totally Hogan, true. <laughs> it's totally not what Hogan should have been saying at that but point. But it is no, true. No, it is it true. It is true. Oh, yeah. I like, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll look. I'll like, look. Do you think Vince understands that he is a weird old man? He should. He might. He should. You think he has that level of self-awareness? I think he's both completely unaware and completely aware, if that's yeah, possible. He it is. just depends on the subject. Yeah, he's an oddball, that's for sure. Like but, I, uh, in one sense, I wouldn't be surprised if, if like during a course of conversation Seth had with Vince, Seth just goes kind of in a jokey manner, stop being a weird old man. Yeah, Vince. I know, I know. This is something that I think that Seth would totally say yeah, to his face. I think he so. probably has no pro, like he'd probably laugh this off. Yeah. So it's not really that, it's not no, really that offensive. No, it, but no. uh, yeah, no, it's good stuff. Seth, obviously he, look, man, if Seth could, it could, if he could do a talent trade, you think Seth would be the first person to line up if Triple H is like, hey, we're doing a talent trade, uh, we're doing a co-promotion with New Japan. Or, oh, uh, yeah, or AEW. Who wants three matches he'd want to have. He'd, he'd, yeah, he'd be front of the line. That guy, he, he wants to I mean, he's, Seth is, is WWE's foremost cheerleader. Mm-hmm. And as the number one number one guy, I get that. That's mm-hmm. kind of part of what... I'm sure he probably feels that's his responsibility publicly because he is champion. But I'm not... You know, also to kind of uh, keep morale high backstage. Yeah, sure. He probably thinks that's his responsibility. He's also kind of a dorky guy. So he is when a he, dorky guy. When he does stuff like this, it's kind of dorky. But. It is. But I feel like... He, more than anything, I'm sure he makes himself a handsome payday. Mm-hmm. Uh, he probably likes the the, the spot he's in because the the oh, attention yeah. it gets. Nonetheless, I feel like he's in it because he really loves wrestling. Yeah, oh, and he absolutely. likes performing. Yeah, for sure. And so every opportunity, I think, for him to showcase his abilities, which are vast, mm-hmm. uh, he would jump jump on that opportunity. Yeah. So like, you put him in a, give an opportunity to have a match against Okada, he'd jump on that in his in a second. This is a bummer here. Xavier Woods injured. 
Um, yeah, this sucks. Yeah. So uh, it appears that he was injured last night during a WWE house show in Sydney, Australia. The match saw Woods and Big E take on the revival. Apparently, it was a pretty fun match uh, uh, for what it, for how long it lasted. At one point, Woods was sent towards the ropes and immediately started clutching at his leg. The match was stopped. The dreaded X was thrown up by the ref, and Woods was helped to the back by the training staff. He later tweeted, sorry, hashtag WWE Sydney, with a gif. Uh, it's like a little medical gif, which describes how one can injure their Achilles tendon. No official word from WWE on Woods' injury, but a ruptured Achilles would keep him out of action for months. Yeah. Uh, DeMarcus Cousins, he ruptured his Achilles. He was out for what, nine months? Yeah. Yeah. What's the latest thing that he did? Torres quad. Quad, yeah. But then he somehow made it back from the playoffs, so it must not have been that major of a yeah. quad tear. I thought that was insane that he was only out like a month or a month and a half, however long it was. Yeah, that, that, was, long. that was crazy. Um, so it was Achilles tear. That's pretty serious. So that was that was what injury. Ha- Cousins had. Yeah, okay. when he tore it with the Pelicans. Yeah, so it's a pretty serious deal. Uh, yeah, that's a bummer. I mean, the thing that he has going for him is that whenever anybody in the, I mean, because you know, at various times throughout their lengthy time together, various members of the New Day have been out mm-hmm. due to injuries, and the New Day never really seems to lose a step. No, because there's three of them. And they're all great. They're all great. They can all pick up the slack. Yep. And then when somebody is able to sort of be present ringside or whatever, they're they're there. You know, they're in crutches or whatever. Um, but uh, but yeah, you know, that's a bummer. It is a bummer. That's a bummer. It is but a bummer. the new day will be fine. They'll be fine. Hopefully, you know, if if this is the case, there's no official word from WB and really him posting a gif about how one like a, a, a like a slide or something from a old medical uh, industrial type film. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that that's short to him or WB saying directly, Xavier Woods tore his Achilles. Yeah. Uh, I guess we shouldn't jump to conclusions, although when that's the tweet and he needs help exiting the ringside area, you can pull, you, can, you can't injure an Achilles beyond tearing it. Yeah. That's just kind of like the worst thing you could do to it. Yeah, there was another, there was like a shot of, uh, of, him exiting the arena <clears throat> oh, the walking boot and crutches with yeah. a walking boot and crutches yeah so Ooh. yeah none of it no that's good yeah no that's good angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well i absolutely love this because you know if you own a home it can be really hard to maintain it's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small well Whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. We're all good. Way to be on the ball, Steve. On the, you know who else is on the ball? New Japan Pro Wrestling, because they have announced that they are 
coming to America, living in America. I thought you were going to do the, the Neil Diamond uh, America We're song. coming to America. Yeah, that's a good one. I mean, they've been here. They've run shows, plenty oh, of several. them here. Yeah, the last three years, yeah. So, like, they held a press conference. Last night, uh, or in the middle, for us, it was the middle of the night. Uh, and for, you know, like you said, in Japan, it was like middle of the afternoon or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, they, they decided to announce a new separate entity or subsidiary, really, called New Japan Pro Wrestling of America. The subsidiary of New Japan will be based out of California, right here. Probably actually south of us, yeah, near well, the L.A. dojo. Yeah, in fact, in this press release, they said that they're going to change the dojo from strictly just a do- dojo to a do- dojo plus like office operations. Oh, that's cool. So it's going to be based in L.A. So right know. on. Dudes in suits going to show up, and it's like, sweaty in here. Yeah. It's so sweaty. Probably. It smells like a lot. Uh, we'll officially begin operations in November. Uh, they issued a pretty lengthy press release uh, following, or maybe uh, in conjunction with, the uh, press conference. It was sort of a wrap up of the press yeah, conference. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we'll, we'll kind of we'll, we'll pick out a few bullet points here. Mm-hmm. Um, they had, there was like a three phase launch. Yeah. For the whole thing, phase one was discovering new wrestlers and markets outside Japan, developing talent through the LA Dojo, which they had been doing. We just saw uh, Carl Fredericks, I believe yeah. his name. Yes. Win the Young Lions Cup. Yes. Um, there's been some other uh, uh, wrestlers. Uh, well, the whole idea, I think, the Young Lions Cup was LA Dojo versus uh, New Japan Dojo. Mm-hmm. Um, phase two, run events in the U.S., including at Madison Square Garden in Dallas this year, both independently with the assistance of other promotions. So that's been done. So the mm-hmm. phase three was establish a company within the U.S. and be ingrained in the everyday fabric when it comes to fans wrestling's consciousness. Um, and then they went on to describe uh, sort kind of, of the appeal next. of the brand yeah. and how the American subsidiary would probably uh, adhere to uh, uh, you know, like the touchstones of New Japan as a brand, mm-hmm. strong style wrestling. Yeah, they yeah. So they sort of you know, number one, they're they in even in the little press report here, uh, they're very aware uh, as they put here, especially as competing cash rich promotions are being established. Of course, yes. AEW WWE's already been here. Yeah. Um, but uh, they seem to have done lots of market research mm-hmm. uh, into this, and it seems as though they understand that. Uh, for they, they just throw this demographic out there really quick. In Japan, uh, the, the, the male to female ratio is closer to 60-40. According to them over here, I think they claim it's 80-20, mm-hmm. um, which is a pretty big difference. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that would obviously, I don't think anybody asked this question, which is kind of surprising, but nobody asked, hey, are you guys going to have a women's division? Mm-hmm. Because that's kind of like, you know, the norm here. I mean, uh, for the big companies anyways, uh, they all have women's divisions. Of course, New Japan doesn't. They did recently acquire Stardom, which, you know. Well, Bushiroad did the Bush, yeah, the Yeah, the company that owns New Japan did. However, they said that they're going to just run that. They, they just see potential in that. They're going to run yeah. that as its and, own thing, and, as it's been. Yeah, and just grow that company. But given that it is sort of the standard here um, for the bigger companies to have women's division, it wouldn't surprise me if whatever shape this took on, uh, if that would include a women's division, but also wouldn't surprise me if it didn't, because that's New Japan is going to do what New Japan wants to do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, there is. You know, uh, they said that they have uh, five key areas that they will be touring for New Japan Pro Wrestling of America uh, in the West. Six cities across four states, and they had like a little map thing, but none of the actual cities, if I'm not mistaken, were listed. No, were actually listed. But I mean, we can assume. I mean, you know, they've run in the Bay Area. They've run L.A. They've run L.A. Because it said six cities across four states on the West Coast. So you have 
Seattle area, Washington. You got Seattle, possibly Portland. Portland. I would think Portland. So that leaves four cities. Oh, four states. So maybe Six Vegas. Six cities across four states. Vegas makes sense, and then maybe Denver if they're considering. I that well, I mean, like if if you assume that the bubble, the 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 the, the bubbles they had over those particular regions encompasses. It just looks like, look like the, like the West Coast. So I'm not. Yeah, sure. like the whole West Coast. Yeah, if, Arizona and, and kind of encompasses where they're thinking of going. It wasn't anywhere close to as far east as Denver. It wasn't. Uh, I mean, maybe Arizona. Maybe it's either Vegas or Phoenix, probably. Yeah. Um. So that's three. So that's three cities in California. So probably be Four. L.A. Yeah. Long L.A. Beach. They always run Long San Beach. San Jose. San Jose or San Francisco. Yeah. Most likely. Yeah. Sadly, yeah. no Sacramento. Probably. Bummer. <laughs> well, we can take the train there. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Joshua Martinez says, "Please include Portland. It's not that far away from Seattle, man. Take the train." I did. I, just, I think I said Portland. Because mm. it's two Pacific Northwest cities. It's probably gonna be uh, Seattle and Portland. Seattle, Portland. Yeah, that's a possibility. Uh, and then uh, sort of uh, in Texas, four cities, mm-hmm. Dallas, Austin, Houston, or San Dallas Antonio. and San Antonio. Probably. Those are the big ones anyways. Uh, southeast, six cities across four states. You got to think Florida, Atlanta. That's a hot wrestling town. Charlotte, probably. They just mm-hmm. ran a show there not that long ago, mm-hmm. sometime True, yeah. this year. Yeah. Um, maybe New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then east, four cities across three states. You got to say New York. Sure, yeah. Philly. Philly. And then probably Boston area. Boston. They ran. They just ran a. Sh- they just Boston. did an East Coast swing, and it was I mm-hmm. think Philly, New York, and and Lowell, Massachusetts, which I think yeah. is outside just outside of Boston. They also I skipped over this, but the uh, the Midwest also oh, seven sorry. cities across six states. Chicago's got to be one of yeah, them. Yeah, you think Chicago, Indianapolis, maybe maybe Minneapolis, Milwaukee, yeah. Madison, all over. Uh, they said that this sort of would enable them to uh, allow the majority of the U.S. fan base, around 70%, according to their market research, to be able to attend a New Japan event and see New Japan action relatively close to them. So, like, within a couple hours, mm-hmm. you know, I would think that's what that means. Mm-hmm. You know, unfortunately, if you're in Alaska, sorry, you made that decision. <laughs> Guess so. Can't your choice see anything. Li- can't, your choice to live in Alaska. Can't huh? see anything. Uh, you got some notes here from the Q&A portion of uh, this press release. Um, first, well, tours in the U.S. run currently as Japanese tours, or they run at different times. Uh, and then uh, the answer, main idea will be the U.S. events will take place while a Japanese schedule is between tours. Mm-hmm. So with the, I assume with the idea that they can bring out not necessarily Okada or Naito, but they can bring out some well-known Yoshihashi. Yeah, some well-known uh, Japanese talent to help anchor these shows as they're getting started while they develop their own. If, like, Sonata sticks around. Yeah, yeah. He, can, he might be. It'd be interesting to see. I mean, I'd, I'd be very surprised if any of the mid-card and up uh, talent from uh, the current New Japan roster says, you know what? Do you think... I'll, I'll give it a go in the U.S. for a while. Do you think that the United States Championship is going to be the headlining that belt? That would be interesting. The headlining title, maybe, Could for be. this? Could be. It'd be weird if they had another world champion. Yeah, yeah, for like yeah. A separate brand. It'd be interesting if they if they had the U.S. title out here as the top belt, but still have it on yeah, their sure. major shows. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, Which means Lance Archer would be heading out here. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and then they say they ask, uh, "What's the plan for like how many events per year in the U.S.?" Um, so they've run between twelve and thirteen, twelve or thirteen events. Uh, in 2019, he thinks uh, they're, they're going to maybe double that next year. It still isn't a ton. No, it's one every two weeks or so. Yeah, it's two a month, roughly. Yeah. It's two a month, which 
I mean, I don't know. It depends on, on how, you know, they're, they're going to do this. I mean, I don't know. I, I, we were talk, talking about this a little bit before, like, we ran. A lot of people are blowing this up to be a bit bigger, I think, than it actually is. Uh, it's just, you know, there's going to be just double the shows out here next year with, like, talent that, I don't know. I'm not sure how successful they've necessarily developed. Like, what did you, what did you name? Carl Fredericks? Yeah. It's not exactly a household name. No. So, I mean, this is going to be New Japan. Does, they, they build things. And so this is, I'm sure they have a long-term plan for this. I wouldn't be this. surprised if, if the, this three-pronged plan they've had is what they started their launch with way back in 2016. Yeah, yeah. And regardless of what happened, they've stuck to that plan. Yeah, exactly. Like when I, we came in and started talking before we were rolling, I was like, huh, man, it's kind of surprising they didn't do this a year ago. Mm-hmm. And then if they had, then maybe... You know, granted, there's money issues in play too. Maybe the elite guys might have stayed. Yeah. Or if they'd said, "Oh wow, the you know this all you know got some word about uh, the elite guys, maybe we want to start their own promotion." Maybe if they had thought, "Oh, maybe if we accelerate our own plan mm-hmm. and do something in conjunction with them, that'd make a huge splash for us in the U.S. market." Yeah. But if they thought, "Okay, we have a plan. We're going to stick to this plan, and we're not going to deviate from it for any reason," and you know, who knows if, if given how uh, the elite especially announced their departure if they'd even want to do business with them anyway. It doesn't really seem like it now ever since they've left. Yeah. But um, you think if this is something they want to get started, if they could have done it with those guys still on board, Mm -hmm. that's huge news. Yeah. So here's the thing. All elite wrestling changed a lot. Mm -hmm. The the formation of that company changed a lot of Mm -hmm. things uh, here, especially here in the United States. New Japan, like you said, they were they were obviously planning this westward expansion. I would think, assuming they had the elite on board, um, and like you said, they're plowing ahead regardless. Yeah, but it's obvious that they would have been a cornerstone. Oh yeah, of this. Oh yeah. Uh, I mean, if you look at all the the first, while they while they while they still had the elite, they were the thing mm-hmm. when they were doing those first shows here in the states. Mm-hmm. All elite changed a lot of that yeah. and. Sure, I think you can take a look at one company specifically that's been hit the hardest by All Elite, and that's Ring of Honor. Yeah, and they're going to be hit hard, too, if New Japan decides to stop their partnership with them. And seemingly, there's no, I mean, there's nothing left on the, there, there was this one line on, in the Fightful rundown of this that I didn't know if they pulled this from the actual press conference or if they're just looking at the schedule in that there are no, it says previously New Japan had worked with Ring of Honor, but as of now, no more joint shows are planned. I'm not sure if they're pulling that from something that was actually said during this mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or if they're just looking at the schedule and they're seeing literally nothing is planned on the schedule. Yeah. Um, but, you know, without, you know, New Japan, Ring of Honor is going to have a tough go. But I mean, oh, don't, yes. they have all that Sinclair money, but I don't know how Did much they see, have. Did you see, because Impact had Bound for Glory last night in a venue in Chicago and on Twitter someone posted uh, pictures of, of the crowd at that show, which I guess was sold out. Bound for Glory. That's and, cool. And then Ring of Honor ran a show in the same venue and it looked like it was maybe half the people there. Man, I mean, say what you would like. <laughs> Impact is Impact can be very silly sometimes. Like there is a thing over the weekend about how like their Twitch stream was running off of people. They were like airing it using people's phones. Yeah. Um, like Josh Matthews like, here, I need my phone back. We have to find another phone to, to get the stream back. Yeah, going. yeah, yeah. Which on one hand, good for them. Because that's like, you know, that's that's a gorilla way of doing things. Yeah. If hey, if if you're down these phones can do amazing things these days. They can. All right. Don't underestimate these things. But they're running their live stream off phones. Um, which is kind of silly. 
yeah. at the same time, you know, I was I saw a ton of cool stuff coming out of Bound for Glory. Mm-hmm. They have some re- they have some amazing talent over there, and they do some really cool creative stuff. Um, it's just every once in a while you'll see like them shooting themselves in the toe, yeah, uh, business wise, yeah, or or what have you. But yeah, they're going to be on Axis, so you know that's cool. And then New Japan is on Axis too. Maybe maybe mm-hmm. New Japan looks at that business deal and is like, oh, maybe Impact has their stuff together. We'll work with them. We're not going to lock ourselves into yeah. a Ring of Honor contract anymore because there's so many more partners now, at least with you know Impact and and and, uh, and AEW that we could potentially work with. Um, I mean, we see how it's how it's paying off for all elite with the, this triple a thing. I mean, the man, triple a is like, yeah, your top guy can be our champion. Sure. Why not? You know, Kenny obviously had a massive, uh, uh, relationship with, with new Japan while he mm-hmm. was there mm-hmm. in terms of how important he was to mm-hmm. them and their Western expansion. It makes sense that they'd say, Hey, you know what? Let's work together. Yeah. Devil uh, Kazuya says uh, in chat here, Ring of Honor had two to three hundred in the same venue that Bound for Glory had three thousand in last night. Man, Bound for Glory drew three thousand people. That's awesome for them. That's really cool. That's really neat. You see Ken Shamrock, fifty-five years old, jacked. Looks the looks amazing. Yeah, man, looks crazy good. Here, let's talk about Impact because they got themselves a new talent. Yeah, man, for the second time. Yeah, Joey Ryan. Oh yeah, signed not with AEW. But with Impact, as reported by SoCal Uncensored, King of Donk Styles going back to Impact. Uh, the site reported that uh, Ryan had signed a multi-year deal and that, quote, Ryan reportedly accepted the deal with Impact Wrestling because they would allow him to continue to accept independent wrestling bookings and do the promotion's progressive views on intergender wrestling, something Ryan is a strong advocate for. Sorry. In a subsequent tweet, uh, Joey said, quote, it made the most sense. Impact Wrestling has been the most consistent wrestling program on TV for the past two years. I get to keep all my indie dates, and best, best of all, they let me be me. Uh, Joey made a surprise at the Call Your Shot Battle Royal last night at Bound for Glory, and my understanding is he peed his plex a bunch of people out of the ring. That's cool. Uh, there's no way they were gonna, he was going to be able to do that on TNT, and there's no way he was going to be able to do that in NXT no. Or, or WWE. No. No. So I'm pretty sure that they let me be me. I wonder if there's any resentment there, because I'm pretty sure that was like a, a I mean, you got to figure it's probably a Tony Khan thing. Like, dude, we can't. I don't know what to do with it. You can't do that on TNT. Yeah, and that's so much his thing. Yeah. And so Impact comes along and says, hey, you could do everything you do. Just do TV for us because yeah. it's not like he has any other options. Probably got a decent deal with them. Yeah. You can fly to wherever they're doing the TV once a month. Mm-hmm. Stay there for three, four days, do a little yeah. TV, and then go back to your indie dates. Mm-hmm. Totally cool. Someone who apparently is not accepting any more indie dates, Jake Atlas. Again, this is also according to SoCal Uncensored. Uh, he's headed to WWE. Quote, we can confirm that Jake Atlas, real name Kenny Marquez, has signed a developmental contract with WWE. will be reporting to the Performance Center in Orlando in early January. Uh, they mentioned uh, Atlas had begun informing independent promoters he would be available for bookings after December. And that, uh, quote, several sources confirmed that he had signed a contract with WWE and scheduled to report to the Performance Center in early January. Uh, apparently, he debuted in 2016. That's insane. So in three years, he's made a huge name for himself. That's insane. He wrestles all over the state of California. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know he's wrestled for APW some. He just he's in Bola this year. Um, so he's a really, uh, you know, a fast rising star. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, this is gonna be the situation now since most of the huge, long-standing major names on the independent scene have been signed up. We're gonna see probably a lot more of this of guys who 
you know, are out of training two, three years, mm-hmm. who in that short amount of span of time has re- have really managed to catapult themselves to the upper echelon of yeah, sure. even regional independent wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, those guys would be snatched up. Those men would be signed yeah. super quick. Yeah. He's a year younger than Humberto Carrillo. That's crazy. I mean, Humberto's probably been wrestling since he's like for 12 years now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? well, I was reading up on, on Jake Atlas. Cause, yeah. Because I know Cal, Cal's been on shows and spoke highly of him. So he's sure, incredible. Yeah. yeah. Um, I haven't seen a ton of his work. Me neither. Um, but I guess he has a uh, gymnastics background. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's going to be incredibly helpful. Or apparently has been incredibly mm-hmm. helpful in helping him adapt to pro wrestling because he already knows how to roll and bump. Yeah, he knows yeah. how to do all the, the you yeah. know, like the the, the, the basic stuff, mm-hmm. I would think. So uh, looking forward to see what he does in, in NXT. Mm-hmm. Um, now I guess it's time to catch up on his, his independent work. Yeah, we should probably check out like some of his PWG yeah. stuff because yeah. apparently it's pretty good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's, that's interesting stuff. Uh, apparently he had offer. I think this was from Meltzer. He said uh, he had offers from Ring of Honor and Impact. Um, he said he wasn't sure, which is surprising to me that if AEW um, had contacted him or not. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but yeah, Meltzer's really high on the guy. Yeah. Until he shows up in NXT. <laughs> With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Speaking of NXT, let's talk WWE programming tonight. Raw. Raw. That's on. First entry on Raw. Raw preview. preview. Seth Rollins discussed burning down the Firefly Funhouse. Like, have him do things instead of just talking about them. Universal <laughs> champion Seth Rollins has been burning it down metaphorically in the ring for years now as one of WWE's top superstars, but he took his moniker to a literal level last week, setting the Firefly Funhouse ablaze. After escalating his issue with the fiend Bray Wyatt in fiery fashion ahead of their Falls Can Anywhere match, they can't be stopped for any reason. At WWE Crown Jewel, Rollins is set to address his actions live on Raw. Tune in this Monday night to hear what the Beast Slayer has to say. What do you think he's going to say, man? Burn it down. You know, I had to go there. Sometimes you have to go there. Sometimes you have to go go to that dark place to burn the Firefly Funhouse down. And that's what I had to do. <clears throat> it's all the setup of match with Kenny Omega at WrestleMania. <laughs> Next up, Flair to name final member of Team Flair for WWE Crown Jewel. Ric Flair and Hulk Hogan have almost filled out their respective teams ahead of the massive five-on-five Team Hogan versus Team Flair showdown at WWE Crown Jewel. But one spot still remains. Flair will reveal the final selection for his squad live on this Monday's Raw. Not likely to be outdone by the Hulkster picking Roman Reigns as his captain this past Friday on SmackDown to join his teammates, Ali, Shorty G. Ali said he's going to donate. I think he said he's going to donate all of his. Uh, I loved his tweet. Uh, that was awesome. Announcing. He was a real American and Hulk Hogan. Oh, man. Ali is the best. I've been. It was like, it's not like I'm proud to join. It's, it's 
uh, a real I've, American and Hulk Hogan. I've been selected. I've to, been selected. Yeah, to be yeah. on Team Hogan. Then yeah, he's uh, uh, donating all his his pay up for that that show for to basically charity. just read. I don't quite have the stroke yet to say no, but man, one day. <laughs> uh, Shorty G, Ricochet, and Rusev. Rest assured that the Nature Boy will respond with the worthy counterstrike. Already representing Flair are captains Randy Orton, uh, King Corbin, Bobby Lashley, and Shinsuke Nakamura. So, Larson, who will be the final superstar to join Team Flair? I feel like it should probably be Andrade. Um, I'm hoping it's going to be David Flair. That'd be great. Should be Charlotte. Oh, awesome. That'd be cool. That'd be, that'd That'd be be great. It's her dad. Yeah, I know. That's her dad, you know. How about this? Uh, Arn Anderson, master of the spine buster. He doesn't work with it. Robocop. No, can't be Robocop. Sid. Sid. He was. Briefly. No, briefly. Uh, The Street Profits challenged the OC with a mystery friend in their corner. The OC landed the first shot in a new turf war with the Street Profits. Montez Ford and Angelo Dawkins will have their chance to respond this Monday, and they're bringing backup. Did you see that uh, promo that uh, they cut at the NXT show? I was about to bring that up myself. Man, that was great. Why don't they do more stuff like that for their TV presentation? I know. (laughs) Because it was, man, that was real. Yeah, it was. That was emotional. Incredible. They crossed paths backstage last week with the OC ostensibly uh, excited to welcome one of Raw's newest tag teams to the roster after the WWE draft. However, it proved to be little more than a ruse, ending in a savage beatdown that has become synonymous with the Red Brand's resident bullies. Now the Street Profits are set to make their Raw in-ring debuts against the team of Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson. Machine gun Carl Anderson. With the United States champion AJ Styles. And the OC won't be able to rely on the numbers game this time around with Ford and Dawkins being joined by a mystery friend. Mystery friend. Check out Raw this Monday at 8, 7 Central on USA Network to see who has aligned themselves with the Sultans of Swag. Is it going to be Ricochet or is it going to be Cedric Cedric. Alexander? Or Matt it's Riddle. It's a dream. I had it. No, it's. You know, I hate when I hate. They say, "Hey, who are we gonna bring?" And then Matt Riddle responds and says, "Bro, I hate because come on, I want to see that. I know. I want to see it. WWE. You have it in your power to do that. I know. Just give us what we want to see. That's uh, give me what I want. That's uh, that's Matt Riddle promoting himself, man. I know he's great at it. Okay, first of all, I'm not your bro. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> Next, what the hell? Sin Cara returns to Raw against Andrade. Some were surprised by you. Hey, this is probably going to be a good match. Some were surprised by USA Network's selection of Andrade and Zelina Vega to close out the first round of the WWE draft. We weren't surprised because they announced it beforehand. <laughs> On their dot com. <laughs> yeah, but they provided immediate return on investment last week with an impressive win over a proud member of uh, Team Hogan, Ali. Uh, he should go to all Ollie Wrestling. Ollie Wrestling. Ollie. Ollie, Ollie wrestling. wrestling. Sin Cara, who returned to the red brand after being drafted last week, looked to stifle the hot start to Andrade's raw tenure. When they meet in one on one action, mono e mono. Yeah, see. Uh, be sure to watch Raw this Monday night at 8 7 Central to see who reigns supreme in this matchup between two of WWE's most dynamic. Competitors. Mm, mm-hmm. I think Andrade mm. is going to win that yep, one. Seven, also. Point, seven points for Old Larson. Uh, Ray Mysterio appeared to appear live on Raw. Another two points for me. Ray Mysterio will make his first appearance on Raw since being selected in last week's WWE draft, having even the odds after his brutal assault last month at the hands of Brock Lesnar by bringing in former UFC heavyweight champion Kane Velasquez. Kane. 
He tries to take the Beast WWE Championship. Oh, sorry. Who tries to take the Beast WWE Championship at WWE Crown Jewel after taking Lesnar's UFC title in the previous clash? What is next on the agenda of the ultimate underdog? Hey, uh, Dragon Reborn here mentions the Sin Cara 2K20 clip. Did you see yeah, that? Yeah, I saw that. That was, was hilarious. Funny. Good for them, man. Pretty funny. Do you want to do a, a they quick... They really just should have just completely thrown their hands up in the air and like just given no Fs with that game. I know. If they actually did have to code that all from from scratch... Like stick figures wrestling. <laughs> right? I mean, I guess that's what Ribby was. Hopefully, you guys watched our comedic take on the WWE 2K20 thing. Mm-hmm. Video game coming out. Video game coming out. Yeah. That uh, comes out... Uh, I think you can play it tomorrow. 22nd. Yeah, tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, you want to do an update on... Oh, wait. Does that mean you can play it tonight at like midnight? Probably. Nice. I might do that. Update for our draft. Right now, you have 77 points and I have 66 and a half. Wow, you're breathing down my throat, brother. Still close, man. Still you're close. Breathing down my throat. Still close. Oh, man. The draft to end it all or yeah. something. No, well, no? not to end it all. The friendo. This is Steve versus Larson in draft action. Yes. Hot fake Hot draft. draft action. <laughs> fake draft action. Anyways, you want to take some questions? Sure. All right. Let's see here. Uh, Power Packers 90. Isn't it hypocritical for Seth to complain about football, which he's not paid money, big money to do for a living, like he complains about the fans for doing? I think it's... So that's. I mean, when when his usually when he complains about football, he just tweets, "I hate football when the Bears lose." Yeah, and I feel like that's not initially. He doesn't tweet about, well, Mitch. I haven't seen at least uh, Mitch Trubisky needs to be cut. He's terrible. It's always it's just the emotional his emotional state post uh, Bears wins or losses because when they win, I love football. I know when they lose, I hate football. Sadly, I have to to defend Seth Rollins in this case. Yeah, he's not. He's and tongue is is pretty firmly in cheek yeah. when he tweets that stuff. Yeah, if he actually hated football, he probably wouldn't be watching football mm-hmm. and tweeting about mm-hmm. football. Like I said, it's just his emotional state after a, win, a Bears yeah. game. Quote the Raven: There have been hints the Fiend might feud with Miz when SmackDown went dark Friday. Mm. Should Bray involve Miz's kids in their possible feud? Yes, he'll eat them. Wow! Right? Probably not. A little metaphorical doll, little dolls symbolize. Still kids. weird. He's like, nah. No? No good. Trade not. Marcus B., you guys are the absolute best. P.S. I miss going in raw view. Yeah. You're like one of the few who missed that. Uh, Power Packers 90. W is selling an Undertaker legacy belt now. You said you hated that tie. I, I, I think it's pretty silly. Oh, I don't like it's terrific. <laughs> Carlos Davalos, how will WB mess up the Falls Count Anywhere match? It'll be stopped for some reason. It can't. Did you not see the tagline? It was in air quotes. It I don't take that seriously. They're saying it sarcastically. Well, hold on a second. It was in literal quotes, not air quotes. Yeah, but the, well, I mean, this is air. You can't. It's, it's air. It you was in air quotes because there was no reason for that for that sentence to be in quotes. For the quotations to there be there. There was no reason for that to be there. So there, I took it as sarcastic air quotes. And therefore, they're saying, "Oh, the match can't be stopped for any reason." I took it as being part of the booking meeting notes that somebody actually Vince said that, Could so it's, it has to be the case. Could be. But I don't know. We'll find out who's right. I don't know how that's going to go down. Um. Let's see here. I think somebody here in the Discord, which you can get access to for $1. Um, and they have their own like predictions league going, they too. Do. They have a bunch of cool stuff going, too. Um, they're all trash, but they're great. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Arma asks, if you guys ever do a fun slash WCW draft again, we'll, we'll totally do that. We're just going to do it differently. Yeah, we're going to do it. We'll have a draft, and we'll probably do like monthly shows or something. <coughs> Will you guys please do it the same as the WWE draft you did? Oh, with Burl and uh, 
Mm. That's a possibility. Jesse Gad. That's a yeah. possibility. That could be fun to play. That could be uh, fun to do. Greg Morris Larson with 2K20 coming out and Fun's future up in the air. Do you want me to create the next evolution of Larson Hunter? Uh, Larson Hunter is always welcome in whatever we do. Yeah, man. Gaming wise. I think that whoever that is has a really good. Who is that? Greg Morris. Oh, Greg Morris. Yeah, has Larson a, Hunter is always great. You got a good shot at getting some of your creations in. You've got yeah. a good legacy here. Hafty. Is there any way to make Seth look cool again? He's got mid-2017 Roman Reigns go away heat vibe with me right now. Nothing he does is fun or interesting. Look cool or just be cool? I think he just means be cool. Oh. He yeah, looks cool. Yeah, his, his ring gear sure looks great. Well, yeah, he, he didn't wear the white cool. stuff. When he was at, had that Mania match against Triple H, he had some gold-looking gear that was yeah, awesome. Yeah, that was rad. Yeah. Uh, to be cool, I don't know. He's kind of a dork. You know, I'm not sure if you're going to get maybe a heel turn. Well, and Alex Seth Rodriguez st- here says in the questions on Twitter, why is Seth Rollins so cool? Wow, so they need to have a commiseration. I guess so. They need to talk. Jason Lewis. Ambulate a little bit. Uh, will New Japan's American brand help or hurt Ring of Honor? Oh, it's going to hurt. They don't run co- uh, co-promote shows with Ring of Honor either in the States or in Japan anymore, and uh, they are competing for fans' attentions, probably in similar size venues. And oh. they they mentioned that too. They're they're running like two, they're looking at like sort of 2,000 – uh, venue or oh, capacity, seat. yeah, seed venues. Yeah, they're definitely gonna have to have to have some guys from Japan come out. Uh, Henry, the horny accountant, asks, "What do you think of the Buddy Heel deal with Sack? He's happy. Yeah, if he's happy, it's not my money they're spending. No, <clears throat> he's a good player. Apparently, he didn't get. Ex- I don't think he got the guaranteed money he wants, but there's like an extra twenty million in just incentives. Just like a bunch of incentives, and yeah. some of it I was reading on Twitter is, is fairly attainable. Mm-hmm. Just take care of yourself. Don't go for an Olympic medal, and you'll be fine." Uh, let's see here. Greg Morris. Oh, speaking of Greg Morris, Larson Hunter creator. Steve, I'm getting together some CZW's DVDs to send to you. Cool. Do you want a list of what I can send? I have tournaments of death, cages of death, among others. Yeah, just whatever you got. Whatever you want to send, send it. I'll, I'll eat it up. Uh, Quentin, will <clears throat> Tessa win the X Division belt or the World Championship first? Maybe. Oh, she's going to win the X Division title. I think they're probably they like a lot of people were like, oh my god, I can't believe they had uh, crap. Who's what's the name of the dude who won the X division last night? Uh, Ace Austin. Yeah, thanks. Uh, so he won. A lot of people were like, man, Tessa. Sh-. Did you see that tumble that big dude took? Oh, AC Romero. Yeah. AC Romero. Oh yeah, Romero, AC. Yeah. yeah, he was the dude who did the big pounce. That's right. Yeah. Um, holy crap! They need to be careful with that yeah, stuff. That was crazy. Man. Big fellow like that can't be taking those big tumbles. Uh, Hafty, put a team together of who you think are the best ping pong players in wrestling. From any time period. Oh, any time period. Wow, man. I feel like Kofi would be a good ping pong. Mm-hmm. I feel like the, the like the the smaller athletic guys. Like John Morrison's probably a good ping pong player. He's Ricochet older. probably. Ricochet could be a really good ping pong player. Because more than anything, ping pong, you need that fast twitch. You know who's probably memory. the best? Who could be the best? Leo Rush. Super short, so he's got that field. And he's of really view, quick, and he's super quick. It's all about the fast twitch muscles with ping pong. Yeah, you got to react on a dime. Yeah, dude. You have a whole lot of time. It's also you got to. That's what my dad always tell me. He says, "I just wait till the other person makes a mistake." He doesn't do the flashy stuff. He just deflects it. Really. Keeps it on the board. Yeah, exactly. Keep it on the board. Uh, and then we can talk about this a little bit. Henry, the horny accountant, again. Laparca got hurt oh, real yeah. bad. Yeah. So apparently, he lost sensation in some of his limbs as well. During a match against Roosh, yeah, um, he su- he did a suicide dive, and his head went directly into the guardrail, like head on, like top of his head, and uh, he just went he just went limp. Yeah, uh, they came out immediately. Immediately, Roosh knew that something was off there, and uh, at the time, Laparca said he couldn't feel his legs, mm-hmm. but then later on, he regained. 
feeling. feeling. So hopefully it's just a stinger. He went through surgery, and there's not yet been word in terms of what oh, his Apparently they thought he might have a broken, some vertebrae broken in his neck. Ah, This is from Fightful. Cause I guess they took him in for surgery right away. Yeah. Uh, so Lucha Central is reporting that Par- uh, Parker could not feel his legs and injury was feared to be a neck fracture, though that's not confirmed. Parker did regain mobility in his limbs and was stable condition at the hospital. Lucha Blog is reporting that he underwent surgery on Monday morning, currently out of surgery and recovery. Uh, Super Lucha is reporting that Parker was diagnosed with a neck and cervical fracture, and the surgery done him was to relieve pressure from the fractured vertebrae and to repair it. So it sounded like he broke some bones in his neck. That sucks, man. He's 53 yep. years old. So wait a second. I'm confused. This isn't L.A. Park. This is La Parca. L.A. Park is, 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 was the original La Parca. This is new La Parca. Okay. How old is L.A. Park? He's one that's probably old. He, this guy's 53. I said this guy's oh. 53. Oh, okay. Unless both. maybe somebody here was confused. I don't know, man. La Parca, not L.A. Park of MLW. I'm sure somebody in chat can clue us in. Yeah. That still all kind of confuses me. It is very confusing. Oh, Minoru Suzuki sent a super chat. Kenny's NXT comments and Seth's comments today were both great and funny. I don't see why wrestling Twitter has to... Uh, be, be fake, fake mad. Uh, people just like to yap and yap. It's really like it's not a big. It's clearly not a big deal. Uh, let's see here. Um, <laughs> their map. This new Japan map cracks me up. Well, I guess it does extend further east than I thought. Did the the, the West Coast? Uh, Colorado Colorado's right there, so now it doesn't. But, but Denver wouldn't surprise me. I mean, no, look, who me. knows? I mean, come on. This is this doesn't look like it's got the most accuracy in the world, anyways. You know, never know. I mean, does a, does the the green Midwest bubble even care, cover seven states or how many states? I mean, how many states did it say? One. Like, are they two, really going to run a show in three, Iowa? Four, five, oh, six, six states. Seven, six states. eight, nine. All right. I so mean, be Detroit. Chicago. <laughs> there's like nine nine states that it touches. Detroit, Chicago. Why didn't Iowa, they just Washington, highlight the states? I'm sure Sioux Falls, South Dakota is getting a show. Hey, dude, if it says seven cities, why don't they just tell us what the cities are? Because they don't know yet. But why is it such a specific number then? Don't tell you. <laughs> That's man. a very specific number. I mean, they do. They just want to. They don't want to keep people in. Uh, in They're doing it just to spite me. Is the answer? Oh, that's the correct answer. Yeah. Uh, you flatter yourself too much, Steve. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'm just crazy. Zaya, I don't mind competition and trash talk, but how the van, the fan view Seth, how the fans view Seth currently, and how AEW have basically said they're not even thinking about WWE. I would have kept my mouth shut. No, that's not a question. Uh, <laughs> Black Mega Man, do you think Seth knows how not great he looks on Twitter nowadays, or does he actually think he's looking good doing all this? See, in this scenario, this I don't think he's. This is there's nothing wrong here. This is friendly trash talk. That's all it is. Yeah, people just relax. That's all it is. It's all some friendly trash talk between two guys who I'm sure know each other pretty darn well. It's all good. It's all good. Um, in fact, I'm gonna look to see if there's a, a Tyler Black versus uh, Kenny Omega match from from Ring of Honor. I'm I sure suspect there is. that. I suspect that it's probably gonna be all 2K stuff. I'm Kenny pretty Omega sure. Versus Daniel Bryant. Brandon no, Bryant the Seth Rollins in this match. Oh, cool. I've seen bits of that one versus uh, Tyler Black. It was a Ring of Honor title match. Um, I suspect that he probably thinks that the, 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 the online community is a bit on the silly side for just, which is true for how 
hardcore they respond. That being said, he also doesn't seem like the most self-aware person on the planet. But I don't know. Uh, let's see here. Uh, I got a Twitter thread. Nope. Nope. Oh, this is a great question from Mr. Triple Mania, Juan Guerrero Jr. Since the Young Bucks and now Kenny Omega have won AAA championships, conversely, which AAA luchador do you think has a chance to win an AEW championship and you can't say the Lucha Bros? So, okay, right now there are no obvious answers because they haven't done any talent trades beyond yeah. what we've already seen. Yeah. But uh, I would love to see, like, Psycho Clown come uh, in. Hijo del Vikingo. Yes. He, yeah. won the, he won the Copa uh, this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be my pick. That guy's incredible. That's a good, that's a really good answer. Um, let's see here. <clears throat> and on top of that, I wonder if one way to maybe entice him to stay with either AAA, with AAA would be, hey, let's give him a big, big flat platform. Let's try to get him a big platform yeah, at yeah, AEW yeah. so he doesn't try to go to WWE yeah. or something. Uh, AP1, Larson, have you heard anything about SmackDown possibly switching nights in the near future? I thought I remember hearing something back when the contracts were signed and it was announced that it was Friday, but that, down the line, they it was kind of up in the air for like a in the future, bit. yeah. Yeah, for now, Friday later on, maybe it will be a different night, but that's also kind of just I mean, that's just TV for you. If something's yeah. not working on a particular they'll night, move it to a different night, it all we'll depends how yeah. ratings are. And I guess it was what 2.4, mm-hmm. yeah, did so it's kind of settling back to where Raw is, yeah. Um, let's see here, Carlos Vialba says Aerostar. Aerostar, huge push in AEW. That'd be great. I mean, they would need like they would need like a mid card mm. title. Dragon Reborn says Minotaur guy Taurus. Taurus is great. Taurus is awesome. But again, they need they would need like a mid card title. Probably. Otherwise, you're looking at like you know tag teams. Um, oh, and Taurus seems like a main event guy. Uh, Rick Bagley, do you think all the chaos in WWE is due to Vince's management, or seeing other opportunities is giving more wrestlers the freedom to be vocal about being upset with their careers? I, I, so if you're talking about <clears throat> when he says chaos, he means ask wrestlers asking for their releases. Um, Some a lot of general discontent with how wrestlers are being used. See me, yeah, like you know, people are more vocal. He's, like, I wonder he's if, on a TV. He's on Twitter yeah, a lot. I imagine crap. part of it is is Vince's whims. Part of it, the the roster is so large and so stacked with talent. Mm-hmm. It's just hard to find spots for everybody. I'm sure. Well, I think I think in terms of people asking wanting their releases, I think that this is directly related to the the fact that there's a lot more options there's a lot more money being thrown mm-hmm. around and yeah, especially even more if, now with new japan yeah same, especially with new japan's US <clears throat> yeah like the landscape has changed so hard oh, over yeah. the past couple of years oh yeah uh let's see here uh you've read a bunch of these um sean holver says hey friends do you think there's any chance that the street profits mystery partner tonight is either matt riddle or john morrison no way man it's gonna be either cedric alexander or ricochet mm-hmm I would put. I would it. say Cedric, because Ricochet he's on Team Hogan, so whatever they got going on with all that. Probably yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, it's got to be Cedric then. That'd be my guess, but we'll find out tonight. Anyways, uh, I think that's it for the show. Mm-hmm. I want to say thanks to everybody for tuning in. Uh, on one dollar patrons at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Hold on a second. What's up? What was the tag match the for SmackDown last week? Is Daniel Bryan and Roman against Nakamura and. 
Why am I drawing a blank right I now? I know I am too. That could be who's on Team Hogan. No, that'd be Team Flair. I mean Team Flair. Uh, it was Nakamura and... Uh... Hold on. I have it right here, I think. Corbin. Oh, he's already on there. No, he's already on there. Never mind. Yeah. Then. All right. So much for that. So wah, wah. Yeah. All right. Last guy. Well, who? I mean, what other heels are there? It's Andrade, man. It's going to be Andrade. Yeah, it's going to be Andrade. Totally going to be Andrade. Anyways, thanks everybody for tuning in. We appreciate it. Everybody sending, telling us Baron Corbin now. He's so forgettable. And yet not. <laughs> and yet not. Uh, so, yeah, uh, we've got the bonus episode coming up in probably 10 minutes or so. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.